What's going on, you guys? It's Johnny. Hey, and this is Rich. Hi, it's Ryan. And you're listening to the Blues Hockey Podcast with our great friend, Chris Frank. Hold on. <laughs> Jason, along with Chris, yeah, and Ashley. I'm pumped. Yay, good stuff. What a difference a week makes, right? (laughs) Right. Oh, jeez, we were. Most of Blues uh, Blues fans were a wreck yesterday. Yeah, I think everybody had at least two heart attacks. Yeah, so for sure. So we're on recording on Sunday, so the day after the the Blues wrapped up the first round as winners in a. Convincing fashion. No, I would say convincing fashion. You're convincing as far as the games went. Yeah, um, play of the games are a different story, which we'll get into. This does not. I don't feel like I went through a five game series. Oh, I feel like I went through game. a seven game series. Oh yeah, it was a uh, Jake Allen is officially, I think, made the doubters be quiet. I think you have to, and I th- I don't remember what day it was, and I th- believe I posted this to our Facebook page. Um. It was either ESPN or NBC Sports posted an article. Uh, Puck Daddy. It was Puck Daddy. When he was just like, I'm sorry, Jake Allen or something. Yeah, it was like, Jake Allen has made us all look stupid. Yeah. Um, It was Puck Daddy. I think it was Greg Wyshynski, but one of the guys in Puck Daddy. Yeah. But, I mean, I I have many friends who are from Minnesota and are Wild fans, and we were going back and forth. And I, I told him, I was like, I feel, as a fan, emotionally... Like, we just went through a seven-game series, and we beat this team in five games. Like, right. if, if you told me we beat Minnesota in five, I would be like, oh, okay, it's going to be an easy series. No. No. Nothing about this was easy. Yeah, so let's uh, we'll go through our first-round recap, um, and then we're going to talk about the other series that are yep. The West is done. done. The West is officially done last night, which is surprising. I kind of thought the Edmonton San Jose game would go seven. I kind of yeah. really, really because San Jose was at home last night. I really yep. thought that would go, but no, they didn't. nope. Uh, but two in the East are done. Yes, and the one of them is the one, two that two are of left, them could finish tonight. Two could be finished tonight. I can't wait to watch these games. Tonight. Yep. Yeah. So we'll I was listening to NHL Network on the way in, and they said that depending on what happens, the second round could start as early as Tuesday or as late as Friday. Yeah, because uh, the Scott Trade had a concert on Thursday. Yes. The Blues have, will have home ice because, uh, spoiler, Nashville swept the Chicago Blackhawks, which is another Jeez, series right. like you don't get. Um, so we have home ice in the yep. next round, which is crazy to even think about. And there is no way, should the Blues advance, Edmonton and Anaheim are higher, higher. seeds, So right? this would be the only mm-hmm. round we have okay. uh, home ice. Well, depending on what depending happens on in the East. Most of the East, I think almost everybody in the East except for the last seed – which I think would be the Maple Leafs, or we have a better record then. Yeah. So unless the Maple Leafs go now, all the way. when it gets to the East versus West, does it go by record or does it record. go by playoff seeding? Record. Okay. 
And uh, everybody that was in the East, I think, had a better record. I'm not, don't quote me on that. I'll we'll have to check that as Got we it. go. The East, their records this year were kind of wonky because usually, like, the West kind of dominates when it comes to the entire NHL. The Metro was stuff. stupid. Metro yeah. was ridiculous good. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, Columbus got the was had like almost 106 points, and they finished like the first wild card, I believe. Yeah. That's or no, and the Rangers did, but they had over 100 points. Yeah. Which is dumb. So. Uh, let's go back to the Blues. So, series starts in Minnesota, and crazy game. Jake Allen, a total of 51 saves. Oh That's my God. insane. A lot of highlights, highlight reel saves. The one on Charlie Coyle is the one that sticks out where yeah. uh, he's going to his left, and he just snags it with his glove. And I say he pulled a Brodeur, which makes sense, obviously. Mm-hmm. When he gets the gets a glove low, he saved it low by his pad, but he snaps it up high. Yeah. Just to like show he made it with a glove save. Which the, I, uh, I love that move. All top 10 saves were Jake Allen from that one game because of how oh, many shots he, yeah. Yeah, that game was he took. That game was very lopsided. But go ahead. The w, uh, the goals are what counts. Yeah. And that's mm-hmm. at the end of the day, which Bruce Boudreau does not understand, apparently. Um, You know, I only got to see the third period in overtime of this game. Uh, I listened to most of the game in my car, um, but uh, it, it seemed like, and what concerned me watching this game was that Minnesota was night and day faster than the Blues. Mm-hmm. Beat the Blues to every loose puck, won every 50-50 puck, and just seemed like, aside from being able to put the puck in the net, were doing whatever they wanted to to the Blues. Yeah, the third period especially where we'll get into it. The last 10 minutes was pretty much just pressure by the Wild, good save by Jake Allen, ice it. And that right. was pretty much the formula for the last 10 minutes of the third, which yes. is ridiculous. And so. it, it just felt going down the stretch of that game, it, call it being shell-shocked as a Blues fan or whatever, but you just had that feeling in your gut like, this shutout isn't going to hold up. Yeah, and unfortunately it didn't. So we'll they were just came in. They just kept coming in waves. waves and waves and waves. So the first goal of the playoffs scored by somebody who wasn't even on the roster until about three, about two weeks ago. Yep, which is crazy. Vladimir Smoker gets his first of the playoffs from Alexander Steen at the six twenty one mark of the second period. Um, just a great goal. Oh yeah, he just scored it. I mean. Uh, as soon as he scored, though, everybody was like, told you Saboka coming oh, back. Jesus. And I was like, shut up. It's I an no entire team. Do, like, we've gone over many times. No problem to do coming back. Exactly. Problem with how much he's getting out. That's a lot exactly. of money. But like I said, I go, as long as you keep scoring goals for my team in the playoffs and you get I'm a score, I'm cool with it. Like, I don't care. But yeah. none, none of these bandwagoners need to be saying this, I told you so, BS, because none of you did. No. None of you told us anything. Look, so. at the, the dude had a great series. He had a really good series, and that's yeah. fine, man. And that's what we brought him. That's what, luckily, we brought him back in for because we needed that depth. And, uh, and he was a phenomenal stopgap for us while Stasny was hurt. Yep. Because we needed someone to win faceoffs, which obviously anyone who watched this series uh, realized. Alexander Steen was. It's an issue. In the first two games, he was 0 for 14. Yeah. So that. Uh, so I, And the thing is, Smoka was on his left, which kind of blew me away. Smoka was. Like fifty percent, yeah. Have him take the draws. Like, yeah, I agree. Like, I didn't get it. So anyway, like we talked about, the eyes super tilted towards the wild. You knew something was coming, but you were just hoping against hope. Yeah. Um, so they pull the goalie, six on five, and they had a chance to clear. Uh, puck is stopped along the boards, cycled around, and credit where credit's due. Uh, Granlin 
gets it off the boards to Koivu, who makes a nice little touch pass to uh, Zach Parise. Zach Parise, who was – Jake That's Allen, his spot. No chance. No, no. no Jake no, had no – Jake Allen had it because he got the touch pass from Koivu, who was right in the slot. Yep. And he had to play that shot. You couldn't pl- not play Parise getting the puck. And let's be honest, there was a little bit of hockey karma there because what was it, like five minutes before that – Zach Parise going for a puck in the crease uh, stopped a puck from scoring for Minnesota. Yeah, he, the puck was going behind Jake Allen during a, a scrum in the front. And Zach Parise was behind the net, puts his stick out front, and I guess he missed the puck going forward. When he's pulling his stick back, he hits the puck back into Jake Allen. Yep. And then, then the puck. And that was that was going to be a goal. That was, there, I mean, was there was had nothing. enough momentum to go in. Yep. So. Um, unfortunately, that kind of sucks. And then, unfortunately, this was an eight thirty start, which not good. Yeah, try beat uh, on the try beat on the East Coast. Oh, Correct. that's right. And then, so uh, Joel Edmondson into the first overtime gets a goal from Vladimir Tarasenko and Jaden Schwartz at the seventeen forty eight mark. Pretty much is all Tarasenko off the boards. Yeah, uh, makes a power move to the front, but he loses the puck and it goes somehow between three people's legs, <laughs> yeah. like one Blues that player puck and two Wilds players, and then. Joel Edmondson wide open net. in perfectly. I mean, and we all called we all called Joel Limonson having the playoff goal in this game, right? Yeah, that's that's who I picked to score, especially the game winner. Like somebody, and you know how John Butch Gross always does the Bucci overtime challenge. Yeah, yeah. Somebody picked Joel Edmondson. Shut up, dead serious. Somebody picked Joel Edmondson, and will they picked like two no name players off each team? And that's why because you know you can put one for each yeah. team. He picked like Joel Edmondson, like Eric Holler, or something like that. Wow, and so awesome. So. Good stuff there. So Blues escape with game one. Jake yeah. Allen wins you a game. So you he like, steals a game, and that's, that's what you needed. And then, that's what happens in so the playoffs. I was very like, cool. I don't care, really care what happens in game two now. I, I was the same way. I looked at it this way, that number one, we got our split. That's all, all you really want when you open on the road is to get a split. Mm-hmm. So if we won game two, awesome. If we didn't, fine. We've stolen home ice. Um, but I remember sitting there going, we just took a huge punch in the face, and we still came out with the win. So I felt very good about this series because I knew that this team would find a way to retool and not get beat up and down the ice the way they did in game one. So I thought. Yeah. So I was, uh, like I said, escaping with game one was a nice little bonus for the Blues there, especially the way that game went. Absolutely. Um any more thoughts on game one, Ashley? Uh, I think we played amazing. That's really all I can say. Yeah, Jake Allen like stole that game 100%. 100%. Continued it in game two. The Blues were... Um, what's the word I'm looking for? I guess fortuitous as far as they capitalized on the chances they got. Mm-hmm. They didn't have a ton, but they... they took advantage of what they were yeah, given. They didn't have a ton of, like, no. Wild were playing the defense. They were playing both sides of the ice very yes. well. So you, when, but when the Blues had a pretty good scoring opportunity, they were able they to They got it. it. So. And that really became the theme of this entire series. Yeah. Uh, I'm just happy that we got the first win up there. Uh-huh. Like, yeah. just in order to set the pace because everybody – I mean, we all know that the Wild was doing – they were doing so good up until, like, the little last stretch at the end of the season. And, you know, then we ended up getting that – the third seed and yeah yeah I don't know I'm I really just... think you can trace back the division between these two teams back to that game in Minnesota 
where we started our win. Well, the Blues started to win, and the Wild really kind of started to tumble downhill. Yeah, so and they kind of won. They won the last fours, but they, you know, so who knows? I didn't, I don't know. I know they played Colorado at least one of those four. Right. Well, so, so that's why. Yeah, so that's <laughs> what I mean. So it's one of those things where who knows if they were 100 percent ready, just like the Blackhawks, right? Who lost four going into the playoffs and just never recovered. Who would have seen that coming? Yeah, that's a good and bad for the Blues. Yes. Um, so the next game, uh, Jake Allen does not have to make as many saves. Makes 23 in this one, but somebody has two goals in the playoffs. His name is not Vladimir Tarasenko. Yeah, his name is Joel Edmondson. Joel Edmondson. I like every time when he gets a goal, though. You just see this big ass smile across his face, like he's so pumped uh, about his, it every single time. His celebration was great when he scored the overtime goal because he just sat there and just, just like, yep. like oh, he just like, yep, scored. Just like didn't like go crazy or anything like that, and everybody's just going around him and then, unlike Zach Parise who ties the game, and you think he just won the Stanley Cup, yeah, jumping I up can't and around stuff. That guy. So wait, I have to pause you guys for a second. For so every single time, like we say Parise, and then every single time I hear any of the announcements, it's Parise. It, whatever. PC. It's Parise. PC. I thought, I thought they, that came out. Yeah. Like, this is, you're also talking about what I thought a network who says Peter Angelo. I know. I know. But like I, I got into it. Kind of. and, and David Perron. 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 I know. That's, 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 that's going to be my next one. But he doesn't have any, he doesn't have any <laughs> Yeah, but I, Sorry. I had to cut. I no, had to fine. cut it on that just to make sure. So Blues are on a delayed penalty here. Yep. Oh. Real quick before I get into this. Another thing which I think is very good. At least these first uh, four, four games we're going to get into. Yori Laterra is a healthy scratch, and Zach mm-hmm. Sanford is in for Yori Laterra, which is if you we um, kind of will briefly talk about if it was like Ken Hitchcock, it would not be that way. No, he no. would gone veteran, and he rewarded for what Sanford's been doing. You know, because Laterra was hurt, and then uh, pretty much Sanford was playing. I think he was pretty well. good. He played very well. Yeah, yeah. So and same with Barbashev and stuff like that. So they kind of kept it with those young guys. So I thought I was very. Breath of fresh air to go with that, like the guys who are playing well instead of just going with the quote unquote veteran lineup uh-huh. and then trying to see what happens. I mean, eventually it did change a little bit, but um, I still think it was a good move. Go, yo. So, okay. Joel Edmondson is delayed penalty on the wild here, and the puck is cycled around uh, the back of the net from Burgle and Payarvi. Get it to the point. Joel Edmondson one times it and beats Devin Dubnik for his second goal of the playoffs. From Berglund and Payarvi at the 351 mark of the second period. So Blues once again get the first goal and jump out to the lead in the second period. Yep. I'm totally cool with this scoring first thing. Oh, man. I six hate career, yes, this. It's six career goals. And two in the playoffs. And it's two in the playoffs. Jeez. Including an overtime winner. Yeah, and he actually got the, we got the last second goal against the Ducks. Yep. Mm hmm. Best comparison because Blues fans might jump on me for it, but I think Jolmanson <laughs> is like the new Barrett Jackman. Yeah, the guy on the defense will play solid defense, won't be noticeable, but will randomly get big goals. I was just nowhere. getting ready to say every goal he scores is like he does a score goal, goal. It's like a, it's not just like a garbage goal or just whatever. Like it is a, it's a meaningful goal. goal. Yeah, yeah. So. Maybe not a good comparison, but in my eyes, I think that was someone. Kind of like that meme that went around after Jackman scored. It was like, I don't always score, but when I do, it counts. And I was like, oh, really? Because <laughs> he scored well, like two goals in the playoffs the last two years. Uh, he scored the <laughs> game-winning goal in game two against, the against Chicago and the, the year we had Miller. Yep, and the Kings, too. Yes. The year before that. So, anyway. Unfortunately, the Blues uh, getting a little penalty trouble near the end here, which we'll, we'll get into that at the end of the whole talk about the refs it was a very 
in tr- yeah. the last yeah, couple well, games. Yeah. Uh, Zach Parise gets his second in the playoffs from Stahl and Suter at 17.44 on the power play. So at this point, they have not scored a 5-on-5 goal. Nope. Or even strength goal, at least. So uh, near the end here, there's a couple players get tied up and get coincidental minors. And the here's the thing that annoys me about everything right here. Um, when the penalties happened, like it was four on four and it could have been worse because yes. one of the wild players came in and punched, I believe I want to say it was Reeves who had the two minutes. I'm trying to cycle through Bortuzzo who had the two minutes. Yeah. Or was it Upshaw? Excuse me. Upshaw. I was looking at the wrong one. Upshaw, who had the two minutes. It was him and somebody else on. I think it was Stewart, actually. Him and Stewart were getting into it. And somebody came in on that line and punched. I think it was Granlin, I want to say. Possibly. Uh, probably him. Or uh, was it um, was it Smith? One of those guys. So, anyway. Because he was an instigator the entire series. Yeah, so he comes in and punches. Mm-hmm. Um like Scotty Upshaw. So I'm like, there is an extra penalty. There's a power play for us. And then once again, just four on four Upshaw and Stewart go. Yeah. And you're like, man, that's, that's a little shady, but okay, we'll, you know, we'll take it and go. So that's near the end of the game, about three, about four minutes left. And once again, ice is a little tilted towards the wild. So yep. we get a breakout play between, uh, Brodziak, Peter Angelo and Schwartz. <laughs> so, uh, Petrangelo jumps into play here and yep. takes a does a nice little drop pass to uh or does the pass to Schwartz. Perron and comes flying off the bench. It goes between him and splits the defense. Goes the defense. So the eye so the goaltender's eye is kind of on Perron and Schwartz just snipes a shot to yeah. the top left corner on uh Dubnik with only two minutes and about thirty seconds left. So in the third period. So seventeen thirty three, Schwartz from Petrangelo, Brodziak. This goal happened. I was uh, I was in New York this night, coming home from a Yankees Cardinal game, uh, which and was I'm, something. And I'm on the subway with a lot of Cardinals fans, and obviously a lot of New Yorkers as well. And we're trying frantically to refresh our phones because we're underground, and it, sporadically you'd be able to refresh and get an update on the score. You have to be in the sweet spot. Yeah, and at the same point, like all of us got the final, like it all popped up on our screen, and our train goes nuts because the blues win mm. and there's like these random new york people who were looking around like what the hell is wrong with you people you just, <laughs> you just lost to the yankees why are you so happy yeah um but yeah like that was because the team that mattered was playing. it was it was one of those games <laughs> where like you said ugh, not as lopsided still the ice seemed tilted but again the blues capitalized on their opportunities and found ways to score goals. They were playing like winners. I mean, come on. They were playing like they wanted it. Yep. So Blues go home with a 2 nothing lead somehow. Uh, yeah. It's uh, kind of amazing that it happened. So right now they have no 5-on-5 five five goals either. So uh, the Wild do. So it comes home and the Blues get an early jump. Yeah. Uh, Colton Preco scores with his mom in the stands. Yep. So uh, Preco with his first year from Berglund and Perron. Is that what we're saying? Peril. Yes, Peril. that's what we're saying now. Peril. At the 325 mark, uh, Preco just comes in there and just rifles it. Hell of a like, wrist shot He's from cannon, just man. above, just past the blue line on yep. the rush and gets the pass. I think it was, yeah, it was from Berglund off the wing and top shelf and nothing. Oh, rewind. And Dubnik 
where Dubnik was saying it never should have been four on four. And yeah. uh, the refs, I, don't, I think, blew that call or something to that degree. And it's like it was four on four. It wasn't. It wasn't like a power play. Yeah, it was. Even, it was even on. And on the, the, the best part of everything. So the Minnesota beat writer it was. It wasn't Mike Russo. It was one of the other ones. Mm-hmm. Had that quote out first. So um, I just like to look at the comments. There was only one comment that was like, "Yeah, you're right." Every all Minnesota fans were just ripping Dubnik, like save a puck. We're paying you six million dollars. That's like you're getting outplayed. Yeah, yeah, and basically you're not the better goalie in the series and no. stuff like that. And it was uh, very interesting to see that. I thought so. Fans get brutal. Yeah, so uh, the Blues a one nothing lead. Unfortunately, can't hold it. Uh, Charlie Coyle gets his first of the playoffs from Parise and Suter at the thirteen about thirteen minute mark, twelve fifty nine of the second. So it's tied up one to one. Help me with this goal. I don't remember this one. The one I, co- I one for Coyle I remember happening it. was the, the game uh, four goal. The game four goal where yeah. Allen passed yeah. it to him pretty much. Yeah. Um, I don't remember this goal. I don't remember this goal. I really I'm, don't. I'm, look, I'm looking at the video of it right now. Okay. Well, we'll go on to the Schwartz goal here. It Edit in post. It. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Jaden Schwartz gets uh, his second of the year here from uh, Steen Tarasenko on the power play at the 15-19 mark. Uh, this is just... Wait, I do remember the Charlie Coyle goal. Go. It was a second effort goal. Uh, I don't remember who took the initial shot. Um, Allen makes the save. Parise, it looks like. But the first um, Allen makes the save. <laughs> and Coyle picks it up to Allen's right and oh, just right. stuffs it right. between the uh, the uh, between the between post and Allen. That's right. Okay. So, James Schwartz, like we said, gets a second on the power play. And uh, Blue's up 2-1 to one going into the third. And once again, not a... Not a fun third period. Not a fun, mm. but I do think that overall, this was the one game of the series where the Blues looked to be in control. There was 40 shots, 40 saves by Jake Allen total here, but um, I think they kept a lot to the outside. So they Much were, like game one. Yeah, there's like, a couple of high percentage shots, but not as many as there was in game one. Game two, there well, was a, there was a more high percentage thing, but yes. less shots. Game one, a lot of those 51 shots were from on the outside. Game three, we did the same thing. The thing that I saw in game three that I liked, and NBC even commented on, was the Blues were standing the wild up. Uh, they were getting one shot and done. Allen was not allowing rebounds. Uh, he was either melting the puck down or deflecting it to a corner where someone from the defense was right there to pick it up. Um, when Minnesota would dump it in, Allen would be back to play it right to a defenseman. The Wild never really had a lot of sustained pressure in this game. Yeah, and then, they had a lot of rushes, but nothing that ye- that yielded that easy save, really, yeah. really good scoring chances. Yeah, but um, anything else on Game Three, Ashley? Uh, the only thing that really upset me about this game, I mean, even though, you know, I think we played good overall, was um, our face-offs. I think our face-offs were really Ugh, sloppy. Yeah, they were really we are... sloppy this game. Well, and that comes into play for game four. Yeah, game uh, three, we're in the third, we had 38% yeah. on the face-off dot, which is not uh, good. No. What that's... was our overall? Uh, overall, we crept up into the low 40s. Yeah, yeah and they had 58 points. Because yeah. game five yeah. seemed pretty even. Game five was Stasny back. Uh, yeah. Matera actually in there, too. Yeah. So, yeah, and game four was a little better. Barbashev was actually the old, the best face-off guy through three games, yeah. which I thought was interesting. Uh, but Steen actually was wrap this one up. Steen gets an empty netter here from Berglund and Saboka after a uh, little breakout play. Yep. 
eighteen forty nine for that one. Blues went three to one and go up three games to none. Which is I, I really did not see that that coming in this series. The Blues have four opportunities to close it out now. Mind, mind you, you don't want to use those four opportunities, but unlike yeah, last year, like and this is course, where you hope. This team learned from last year. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and they close don't out the teams early. And uh, and work Doug Armstrong. You get the screwdriver and you stab him in the eye and kill him. Yep. <laughs> well, as everybody said a couple years ago, Someone's right? been Something watching like some Walking Dead. Yeah, so he was there for like, what, two or three years ago? Was like when I think that was out. last year. I think No, two years ago. It was well, at was least it? two years ago. Was it the Minnesota series or was it the... No, nah, because we were never in that Minnesota series. Yeah, might have been. Yeah, at all. Might have been the one year before that. But you would anyway, think that they anyway. would want to close it out and give themselves a break. You know, well, not even just physically, but mentally. Oh, because Steen I heard, supposedly. Go ahead. Go ahead. Steen supposedly um, is, you know, he's not been practicing at all. Right. He's just been playing games. Supposedly, he's been in a walking boot outside of the games. Interesting. Like, like when he's been in the locker room, the. I I want to say Rutherford, but I'm not 100 sure. One of the beat writers said that he's been in a walking boot. Yeah. So. Well, thanks for letting everybody know, dude. Yeah. So that's one of those <laughs> things where it's like, eh, just keep it to yourself. Right. Um, Can you not? Can you not? But I, I heard a phenomenal stat before yesterday's game, talking about the importance of finishing uh, one, two, or three in the division versus wild card. They talked last year about how through the first two rounds between Chicago and Dallas, the Blues flew 5,000 miles uh, just going to the away games, which seems like a lot. No, yeah. Nashville, who took on the Ducks and then lost to the Sharks in seven. Probably double at least. At least 27,000 miles. Yeah. Oh, my God. Which is crazy. Now, the next series, which we'll get into, is going to be a little bit shorter drive. Yeah. Or, or, but uh, back to what we were saying was um, you really hope the Blues have learned to close out because I think everyone in the national media last year, in hindsight, and this is t- taking nothing away from the San Jose team, which was brilliant last year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but the Blues were tired. And... The Blues could have closed out Chicago in five. The Blues could have closed out six, yes. uh, Dallas in six and didn't in either case. So there's three games. That's three games that you could have rested and not had that extra wear and tear on your bodies to get ready for a Western Conference final. So that takes us into game four. So game four, like hopefully – Somehow the Blues are defying the fancy stats experts, yep. and they are getting completely dominated in almost every aspect. If you just did look at this on paper and yep. said which team wins, I agree. You would say Team A, which is maybe the Minnesota Wild, who are just winning literally everything down the board except, except goals. for goals. So literally, Jake, you get a hot goalie that can trump your fancy stats. Yes. Sometimes. So this game, and unfortunately. Does not uh, start off the best. Charlie Coyle gets his second in the playoffs unassisted. So a little miscommunication here by Robert Bortuzzo and Jake Allen. Yeah, Allen pretty much ca- like calls off Robert Bortuzzo when he's right there, right to get the puck behind the net. So Jake Allen was behind that and shoots it up, uh, up the boards. Yeah, Charlie Coyle just knocks it down and throws it at the net, and Jake Allen can't get back there in time because Bortuzzo is like kind of blocking him because he had momentum going around the net. Yeah. Um, there was a wild player near Bortuzzo, like chasing him, but you could have probably should let Bortuzzo have that. So unfortunately, one nothing. 
uh, the Minnesota's wild. first lead of the series. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the first, yeah, the first time they've scored first as well. Yep. And then every single Blues fan started freaking the hell out because Allen wasn't in the net. Yeah. <laughs> and he, but he's been doing that. There was a play in game two where he's behind the net and a guy was coming in and he was looking like he's going to shoot. I'm trying to, obviously, right. nobody can see this, trying to shoot it forward, but just fakes it and goes between his legs. Back to Petrangelo, who gets it out of the zone yep. with ease. Well, and in game that's, three. That's the kind of confidence that he had handling the puck. And, and, and in game three, there was a couple of breakouts that started with Jake playing the puck. Up mm-hmm. to somebody on the at the red line or even yeah. the blue line of the um, wild, Wild's end. So, unfortunately, this is the only goal where I think all series, I was like, man, I wish he had that one. Yeah. Uh, oh, Mar- for sure. Martin Hansel gets his first from Pommelville and Prosser at 1641 of the second. Uh, he's pretty much at the blue line just coming in and just – a really hard, nice, low shot blocker side on Jake yep. Allen and just beats him. And that's one of those where I get why he didn't save it, but that's like out of – mind you, he's made so many great saves, I kind of just say, okay. Well, and that that one – And that's the games where you want somebody – your team to pick you up. Yes. You know? Absolutely. And I think that for me that one double hurt because right before that goal, the Blues really looked like they were getting ready to tie this game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were on the roll, starting to get shots in their end and get some actual pressure down there. Unfortunately, it comes out and gets that goal. Uh, Blues just just hit a brick wall. I think that game just they're chasing the Wild so much through the first three games. I think they just kind of hit a wall the rest of that game and just yeah. couldn't muster a comeback. So yeah. two nothing. Uh, Dubnik makes twenty eight saves um, and gets the win. So back to Minnesota. Unfortunately, the doubt is creeping into Matt Blues fans' minds right Absolutely. now. Oh yeah, everybody uh, started freaking out. Yeah, we get the one of, loss. Like, can they? do it can they stab him in the eye or whatever uh uh doug armstrong said can the blues finish them off so a couple of lineup changes into this game yep mm-hmm. uh barbashev and sanford are out so your youth is out the door and you're going with your veteran lineup which is fine with stasny um and the oriola terra is in for the face-off reasons i was kind of like eh, okay but i like but he's better face-offs than both barbashev did not have a good game for. He was out there no. for both goals. Yeah. Um, was not noticeable. Got demoted down the third line. Mm-hmm. And Alexander Steen got moved up to the centerman spot for the first line for the the second half of the uh, right. game. So the Blues is some line shuffling. And I think um, who knows if, who knows if Barbashev got dinged. That's it has, Nothing has come out. Right. Pretty much just healthy scratch. Uh, but you know what? But a young player is only his second professional season technically. So you really can't fault the guy for no. three hard. I mean, Minnesota is not a small team. No, they're no, not. Martin Hansel, Martin Hansel has been one of the main guys going up to their line. He's six seven, two hundred something pounds. All their sentiment are very big. Stahl is big, over six foot. So is Granlin. So is Koivu. I mean, you're talking about some big sentiments. So that's another thing right. which you know I thought would wear the Blues down, and I thought this was the beginning of it. And I was honestly, I was worried. I was just like, yeah, four chances, two and two, two at home. Two in Minnesota, so yeah. But you don't want to make it go to that game seven, even though no. it's, even though it's Bruce Boudreaux, you still don't want to have to go that far. And so you go into game five, and it starts off very well. So finally, Vladimir Tarasenko gets a goal. Yep, there he uh, is. Had about thirteen or fourteen shots going into this goal. Finally, mm-hmm. total through all the games, his first of the year just kind of reminds me of the overtime goal very in game much one, so. where he uh, drove the net this time. And this is the other thing that's amazing about a player. He's an, he's a, he's kind of a, not stocky, well, it's not the exact word, but a you know very broad dude for yeah. his size, and just the athleticism he had going to the front of the net, 
splitting two defensemen and also another guy draped on him. He was able to corral the puck that's in his skates with his feet and kick it to his stick and hit it home and still score a goal. So that's yeah. it's a, at the end of the day, he's a special talent. And Absolutely. hopefully Blues fans realize what they get to witness. Like you're not going to take it for granted. That's my thing. Like, I hope not because they bet. I'll be so disappointed. Like we have all, we've had the years of when your leading goal scorer is you know like uh, Matt D'Agostini or Brad yes. Boris. You yeah. know, like guys that know nothing is their talent, but like a tra- like a transcendental. That's not a word, is it? Transcendental. With this kid, we're seeing somebody that's making he's a special make player. History, so put that you know? in some yeah, fancy he, words. there's there's a handful of guys in this sport that I would call. Um, the cover players. As far as you'll, see, you're going to see them on magazines. You're going to see them on billboards. You're going to see them on national or commercials, video games. Like they're, Not, yeah, they're like not this, just regional players, this, but this league age wide. is like Brett Hall and like I mean, I'm not nobody can compare no, it, Wayne Gretzky sure. or anything, but you know, like these these are the shining stars of the sport. And... I would say that he is the best goal scorer we've had in the Blues uniform since Brett Hall. Yeah, absolutely, I agree. And nothing against. Like guys like Pavel Dimitra, who is very, no, he's better than Dimitra. I think so too. I mean, he still has a long career ahead of him, but right. I think, mm-hmm. I think and I like it, Pavel Dimitra, but you know, God rest his soul. But yeah, he's a I I think I agree with you there. Better definitely better than Brad Boys. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, oh yeah. Like Heath Kachuk and all that stuff. Yeah. Like I mean, you're looking at yeah. This is a special talent, and every single time people get to watch this kid play, I mean, it's like you said. We we hope we don't take him. Yeah, just uh, humble yeah. dude on top of that. You mm-hmm. know, teams build their game plans around stopping him. Yeah, and that's mm-hmm. what, and that's uh, you don't get a ton of those. Yeah, and it's one of those things where Mike Yo said he's like, I look forward to making a game plan just for him. Yeah, just yeah, for yeah. just for Vladimir Tarasenko because I know what he can do. Mm-hmm. Like he said that and when he, he can... took the job, when he took the job over from Ken Hitchcock right. in February, he said that he was like, I as look long as you to... can keep people off of Tarasenko and you can yeah. get the puck to him and somebody, you got to give him a playmaker, you know, with him out there. It's and, just, he'll do something special. And, and um, I think Yo is kind of uh, broken the the kind of like mold that he had. Or I mean, not the old, but the image he had in Minnesota, where he relied on the veteran players, and didn't focus enough on the younger players. I agree. I think he's been a good mix of player coach and you know strict disciplinary. I agree. Stuff. He's you've seen him numerous times where um, Fox Sports has shown him with Tarasenko and drawn up a play. And Tarasenko says, "Hey, hey," and they, he gives him the thing, and he draws it up, and you see Yo shaking his head. He's like, "Okay," let's, and he's like agreeing with what Tarasenko's saying, and he gives him a pat on the back. So it's like collaboration between the two, which you're going to need for your team to be successful. Like, I agree. Yeah, Tarasenko was scoring goals last year in the playoffs and stuff, but who knows how – I mean, there's rumors, of course, how happy he was with the coaching and whatever. Mm-hmm. This year it seems that he's just in sync with what the what the coach wants and the coach and he knows, and the coach knows what he wants to get out of the game. Yeah, they're on the right. same so page. Think, yeah, so basically we're just in love with Adam Tarasenko. So at the end of the day. Yes. So, Agreed. And the Blues uh, extend the lead here. Alexander Steen gets his second of the year from uh, Preco uh, at the 10:31 mark of the first. So Preco has a puck along the right boards to left of the goalie. Yep. Uh, sp- makes a very nice move. Like he's going forward towards behind the net into the corner, but spins and goes to his backhand, brings it to the point, and feeds it to Steen, who is coming off the bench. Yeah. And Steen just snipes a shot. It kind of deflects off the wild player stick. Enough that it, I think it changes just enough of the trajectory yeah. to go in the top corner. And he gets his second in the series. 
Blues up 2 nothing, looking really good. I was so happy after those goals. Yeah, so Blues are cruising, and then I didn't see those goals live, so I get to come home, and I get to watch Ryan Suter score, so not good. <laughs> so Suter gets his first of the playoffs from Spurgeon at the 18-31 mark off a of power play. Um, this is the... This is the game that kind of stuck out for, I think, a lot of Blues fans on the refs not exactly being good. Um, Let's say just not consistent. Let's go consistent. Correct. Yeah, yeah. I noticed it in game four quite a bit that I thought there were missed calls on both sides. Ah, and I forgot to bring up on game four the, line, the uh, linesman thing on yeah. the game four. I forgot. I, pardon, which, pardon me on that one. Which uh, I think there was clarification on the day after. Yeah, they basically said the Blues notified either the linesman or NHL that he thought they were cheating. They were leaning too far in. Not putting their sticks down and first sticks and not down letting first. the puck drop to the ice. Yeah, so they were saying that they were doing stuff to cheat, and they, they pointed out numerous times there was probably a good dozen delays. Absolutely. At least. In game like, four? Easily. Where yeah. the wild player got kicked out to the point where Boudreaux, uh, half, at least one of the periods, I think it might have been the second, was yelling at the ref. Like, what's going on? Why did he keep getting kicked out? And they had to, like, talk to him and calm down. He was turning bright red. I mean, he's already red, but he was bright red. Right. Yeah, that you guy know. was purple. Yeah. <laughs> yeah he was so, purple. Uh, uh, but that makes sense. But the refs are game four or five. What, what I noticed a lot this series, and you saw commentators uh, say it too, was that they let the boys play quite a bit. Yes. There was a lot of trips, a lot of holds, a lot of slashing that didn't go called. And then you would get a random, what seemed like generic play that would get whistled for a penalty. Yeah. And it just, it, it seemed like that line of where are we going to call this constantly moved. Um, yeah, because you can't let them play and you can't let these slashes and this holding yeah, and this thing go on. And then next thing you know, you have this podunk looking little play that, and you're just like, oh, you know, it's not a big deal. It's a play on the and ice. There was a couple of those. Where Absolutely. And then you get a whistle for that. Bowmeister, I think both Bowmeister's penalties were. Oh, man. Iffy at best. Yeah, I agree. Upshaw's high stick to the face. Yeah, that's Fine. a penalty. I that's, got into it with somebody Jake, via Twitter. Jake Allen, okay, Jake Allen headlock. Choked down by, uh, by uh, Yeah. And yes. then, uh, if they, they, I tell you what, I, I think I sent a message to everyone. Yeah. I was like, if they don't call a penalty on that, I'm going to murder somebody. Yeah. And then on top of that, NHL, or excuse me, NBC on NHL, their uh, NHL on NBC, their uh, little Twitter, I guess this is one way to slow down Jake Allen. Yeah. They put that out there. I don't know. Oh, the Blues fans let them know, oh, and guess yeah. what? That tweet was quickly deleted, and then a couple people got a screenshot of it beforehand, and, and they keep tagging the NBC thing yeah. like, oh, we're not going to let you forget. Yeah, the internet does yeah. not forget is what one of those tweets yeah, said. Yeah. So, says the uh, internet does not forget. It's a nice job, Blues fans, on that one. But, yeah. Um, yeah, it just seemed like overall the officiating, and I'm not going to, like, even the game we lost, I'm not blaming it on the officiating at all. Uh, no, 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 I just no. thought that there was a very large sliding scale on what and when things got called. That said, in game five, our buddy Justin used a line that I used in floor hockey once, and I said it to my one friend, and that was, (laughs) damn it, they can't all be on us. Yeah. (laughs) Come on, Vinny. Oh, that was my javelin throwing moment. Oh, Vinny. Go ahead. But, yeah, so um, interesting. Uh, let's just put it at that. We won't go any further into it, like we said. So nothing happened in the second period. 
the third period is going along here, and Paul Stasny, it's his first of the playoffs in his yeah. first game. Uh, jam play basically. It Great just play. It just as the like it literally the power play just expired. Yeah, like mm-hmm. within seconds. Like he might have been on the ice, but, but he wasn't still in the play. Had, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wasn't in the play. So the Blues uh, take the three to one lead with about thirteen, uh, twelve minutes left, twelve and a half minutes, and you're and, and the then Blue fans, you're starting to think, okay, yeah, we got this, we got it. Like, this okay, is it. Yeah, like, and then I feel better. All the penalties. This is where the penalties. This is where one of the <sighs> Bowmeisters happened. Uh, I think Upshaw got one. Yep, Berglund got one. It was I think they had three, and at the at one point I think I that tweet I said, "Hey at NHL, I know we're not the biggest market, but you don't need to let Minnesota win." Yeah, I, I, that's what I'm saying. Like, because didn't oh, dude, have two like practically back to back? Because yes. the one which was pretty questionable oh. when the wild player went down and. People were like, oh, that was a good call. I was like, he was still moving his feet. That's classic. Of course he's going to draw a penalty. Right. Because oh, he, he, it was on the boards, wasn't it? Yes, he was it was on the boards. And he, and he just hit the board. His skate hit the boards or something like that. Yeah. And he just went down and he cleared it. And then they said, oh, your stick got and it. And his stick Bo wasn't Meester even close to it. lost his head. I would have too. Never, never see, see him that. do that. Yeah. Which you know like he didn't do it. So like when he is screaming and you know, you, you know that you was a bad call. You saw an F-bomb in there. Yes. Oh, he, yeah. He turned into drunk Bobby there. Yes, he wasn't fun, Bobby. Anyway. He, he ripped out Bobby. his mouth Bobby. guard, and he started following that ref, and was just hollering. The other one that at the time it pissed me off. In hindsight, I understand why they did it, and it was a serious injury. But um, Eric Stahl's when they man. stopped the play for Stahl, and the Blues had an odd man rush coming the other way, and they whistled the play dead right as the Blues entered the zone because Stahl was down mm-hmm. in the far, and I was like, he's not even in the, like. Can you wait and see what's going to happen here? Like, they took a scoring chance mm-hmm. away from St. Louis. Yep. And it says the only thing I think I saw when it, that it's if you blow the whistle, if there's like somewhat of an injury and in the, the, he's in the middle of the play, then you blow mm-hmm. the whistle. But if you can, if the ref deems that there is a serious injury on the ice, no matter where the play is, they can blow it dead. Which, and, like in we hindsight, said, 100% we get it because yeah. he was down for quite yeah. a while. Yeah. In hindsight, I get it. I get why you blew the play dead. At that time, You're and you, at the I forget who yeah. had the puck for the Blues, but he even slammed a stick on the ice. He looked over his shoulder and slammed a stick. Like, are you effing kidding me? You're calling this play dead? Yeah. Because it couldn't have been further away from the play. Yeah. So unfortunately, so a power play happens, and Miko Koivu gets his first of the playoffs. So Nito from Nino Niederreiter and Granlin at the ten thirty eight mark. So we got nine and a half minutes of. Pretty much stress. Yep. So, unfortunately, this is at the end of a, once again, another end of the power play, but it really wasn't. It was a regular goal, but it was kind of a power play goal to a degree. Mm. I kind of put this one on Petrangelo for he took the boards instead of the open area away yes. from uh, Zucker and uh, Zucker. And so Zucker gets his first of the playoffs from Holland Brodeen at the 1459 mark. So, and Jake Allen also, a weird angle on this. He came out pretty far. Yeah. And, uh, and Zucker's a, Probably one of the top five fastest guys in the NHL. Yes. It flew around him and just puts it uh, behind him. So, tie game. Five minutes left. Blues hold on and go to overtime. So I'll Blues you, damn near win it at the buzzer, too. Yeah, well, I was I almost Perron in tears, had a good, though. Yeah, Perron had a couple of good shots. Uh, and then I believe. Around, right? uh, well, it was uh, um, Berglund with the wraparound. And Perron had the rebound, and then Schwartz had a chance, too. Yeah. So, I'll tell you my funny story about the next goal. So, I was uh, 
as you two know, but I was I've been on like sort of like very good workout eating program, doing yes. the damn thing. So I uh, told my wife and my wife, and I was uh, so stressed out on this game out there. I said, "We're getting chicken wings. Let's get out of here." <laughs> and like went went to a local uh, at the slider house. Got the slider house, sat down. A lot of uh, blues fans were on the bar or whatever, and they have a lot of TVs. So we sat down in the little family area, and uh, I guess there's a slight delay from that area to the up top. Okay. So um, are you up top or down below? I am down below. So the up top is the bar, and down below is kind of like some of the seating area. Okay. So I'm down there, and we're watching, and uh, Spoke breaks from the corner, makes a nice move. Uh, Parry peels off from his guy, Mick gets the pass, shoots it. And I just can't tell because uh, it's kind of a little further away from me. And but also I see Pierre's arms go up and he's celebrating. And I literally in the middle of this restaurant, yes, <laughs> scream at the top of my lungs. And my daughter's next to me and she like jumps. And then I'm like clapping. And then all of a sudden, like it felt like thirty seconds, but my wife said it was probably five seconds. The guys behind me, yeah, going nuts because oh, yeah. they didn't see it because I guess the delay of the TV or yeah. whatever. So all slider house going nuts. Magnus Payarvi gets uh, the goal from Saboka and Latera at the nine forty two mark of overtime. The Blues win the game four to three and take the series four to one. So exciting! If you, had to, if you told me in January that Saboka would feed Magnus Payarvi the goal for a series punching goal in the first round of the playoffs, I would have had you committed. Is what I put on Twitter. Yep. Because you never would have expected that combo. Even God, even three weeks ago. Yeah, no, it, it's it's amazing how uh, how much of a difference the playoffs are from the regular season. You know, you never know who your heroes are going to be. I mean, we have game winning goals in the series from Magnus Payarvi and Joel Edmondson. Mm-hmm. Yep, we're time winners in sports. You know, he's kind of a you know, top player, but still, yeah. Contribution. It was like the Blues didn't have one guy they relied on. Joel Edmondson had was had the most goals. Like yeah, with two. two. I think Steen had two as well. Yep. But so yeah, Joel Edmondson and Steen tied with your top goals. I mean, and uh, I think Berglund was the leading point getter with three assists. Yep. So I mean, it's spread out very well, which is what you need in the playoffs. Like you want your top players like Tarasenko, mm-hmm. Schwartz to have points, but at the end of the day, you need to have balanced scoring. Balance. Thank yeah. you. That's what I was going for. So the Blues. On to the next round. So, who will they face? So, we're going to go over a quick uh, NHL roundup here. Yep. So, um, surprise, some surprise series, you can say. I would say so. So, mm-hmm. we'll start We'll start in the West. So, we'll start the, the team that the Blues will face going into the uh, playoffs, the next round. So, Blackhawks versus Predators. So, you go into this thing, I think everyone on ESPN, like if you look at their thing where they had like, they picked everybody picked Blackhawks in some sort of action. Five, six, and seven games. Mm-hmm. All in that I think way. I picked them in five. Yeah, I think I picked them in six. I had the Preds. Oh, look at you go. I know. Uh, also, our bracket challenge. Thanks to everybody who signed up for that. I think we have about 50, 55 people. Nice. Up. So I'm nice. really excited about it. Yes. I just hope I win. I have to check it out now. <laughs> you, you are not eligible. But I so. just want, well, I mean, whoever gets second place is actually the winner, but I just want to be the winner. Oh, okay, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> you're, not, you're not prize eligible. You can still win. You can still Correct. Win. I am a prize. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I guess you didn't. See, I forgot to see my show you my shirt, but anyway, this is technically. I posted it. Oh, you didn't. But uh, for this, uh, I guess obviously I'll post this shirt later. So absolutely, our friend uh, Mike, he works at a print shop, and the Blues contacted them to do their playoff shirts. That's that so they nice. Were. That's so this so is cool. the one that if you see after the Blues uh, when they're doing interviews, is yep. this shirt. I need that one. I, have on. I nice. need to find that one. So then 
Uh, you cannot find this one because they don't. They do not sell it. Well, I need Only to talk to get it. That's it. Yeah, I, I need, need to call somebody. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll make the phone calls. But anyway, big please. Yeah. <laughs> so this is actually real big on this. I'll so make anyway. this happen. Mark yeah. my words. I will make this happen. So Blackhawks <laughs> versus the Predators. So we're not going to do obviously every game because we didn't watch every game. So let's do the overall series. But whooping Nashville four to nothing. Um, I in watched convincing them all. fashion. I Damn watched. near three shutouts. I watched them all. Uh, I tortured myself. Two shutouts in Chicago, and they and blew, damn near a third shutout in Game Four. They blew Game Three. They're up two nothing in the third because I was what was I doing that day? I was on the way home from something, and I heard it on. I was watching the NHL radio on the way home, and I'm just like, and they had the Blackhawks radio, of course, because they're at home because they always put the home right radio mm-hmm. on NHL radio, and they were just saying that all they need to do this period is just lock it down, like you know, lock things down, don't do anything stupid, yada nope. yada yada, and uh, here comes Nashville. And then I woke up in the morning, or whenever I got up, I looked, and I saw 3-2 Nashville overtime. Um, Philip Forsberg is getting to his name out there now. Is, I mean, mm-hmm. he had a very good season. Mm-hmm. But uh, to be kind of a national-type name now, you know, because obviously Nashville's not a you know big market. You uh, know? No, they, also, I mean, a lot of people don't really worry about them. You no, know? I mean, they, they took down the Ducks last year. Yeah. Um, but again, it's a Bruce Boudreaux team, and yeah, he's known true. for choking in the playoffs. Um, they took the Sharks to the limit and lost. Yep. Um, so, you know, they're having moderate success in the playoffs, but they're not a team that people look at and go, that's a contender. Yeah. They were, mm-hmm. and they, uh, they wound up getting the last wild card spot. Yep. So the Blues uh, pulled it pulled away. You know. So obviously maybe that's part of it why they didn't. They it's like, oh, it's the eighth place, quote unquote, eighth place team. They can't do anything. Well, they're the first um, eighth place team to go four and zero against a top team that's won fifty games in like I think it might be ever or in a long time. I think since ninety three or something like that. And guess who was the last correct. time to get swept in the first round in nineteen ninety three? Uh, that would be the Chicago Blackhawks. You're correct. Boom. So, they were defeated by. St. Louis Blues. And who scored that game-winning goal? <laughs> oh, I know, I know, I know, I know. Right, go ahead. <laughs> Number 15, Craig Janney. Yeah, so good times there. So, yeah, I saw that stat, and I know, I think I showed you I showed you that, and you're like, yep, of course it is. So, Belfour, yeah. by the way, we'll still talk about that. Oh, game. yeah, they have an article on NHL.com about yeah. that, wasn't there? Was like, like, he still... He still... He still adamantly believes he was, he was that, that he should have been interfered, that he should have gotten an interference call on Hall. That's... Still, to this, that still cracks me up that eats away at him. Still, well, he's also crazy too. Yes, he is. But to show you the equal amount of crazy, uh, Buffalo fans. Yeah, like I have two friends of mine who are huge Sabres fans. I can't wear anything Brett Hall around them. Oh, because of the uh, because the, like increase. I took when I, I when I met Brett last week with my friend's kid and we took a picture. I sent it to my friends and the reply was the exact same from both of them in the f increase. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> That's great. Uh, good times. Oh Buffalo, and they're they're a they're a show right now. Too. Boy, they are. So we'll so we'll, we'll talk about the end of this. But one. I mean, what surprises me most about the, the the Predators winning is not that they necessarily beat the Blackhawks because the Blackhawks have shown the last few years that they are a beatable team. They're still a great team, but they are getting older. And I don't know if this team, as far as the core is going to have the gas in the tank to do it again and again and again the way they used to. Yeah. I mean, they won their first cup almost eight years ago, nine years ago? 
It was 2010, right? 10? Yeah. So Seven years ago. But uh, yeah. um, Brent Seabrook has – uh, that contract does not look good. No, no. It, a seven-year deal, and he's 31 years old. And yep. He, uh, he didn't look the best. He's what? a yager. Trevor, Trevor, Ram, Trevor Ram, Van, Van Riemsdyk had more time on ice in every all yeah. four games. What surprised me about this game was how they shut Chicago down. Yeah, Patrick came with only one goal. Uh, Taves with only an assist. Um, he might have got a goal near the end. No, he had an assist. Shut him out in one and two at home. At home. Like, game one, a one nothing game. Okay, that's fine. It's playoff hockey. It happens. Game two. Nothing. Five nothing. And I watched that game. Chicago was never in, it. in that game. Yeah. Just got their asses handed to them. Yeah. Um, you know, they, they game was game three. Game three, Chicago goes to a 2-0 lead and chokes in the third. Yep. And game four, again, never in it. And really, that game was a shutout until, what, the last six minutes? Yeah. I think Chicago scored with six minutes six left. Six minutes left, yeah. It was near yeah. the end of the third. Um, yeah. Chicago got handled yep. easily. Was, so... Blues play the Predators in the next round, so that's going to be an awesome, Look, uh, awesome series. I'm really excited about it. I think and as much as the Blues have pretty much owned this rivalry with Nashville, it's be a tough series. this ain't the same Nashville team. Nope. And, and I hate to call a game one a must-win for the Blues, but the way Nashville has played and the way they're going to be strutting with their egos right now, absolutely. the Blues need to stand up. Too. Yeah, the Blues need to stand up and punch them in the face yep. early and remind them you're still the Nashville Predators. Yep, I mean, they got a – I think Forsberg is – Forsberg's a great. skilled character. But I think the speed – they, they don't have the speed of uh, speed and size. Of, no, they don't. Which I think is going to help the Blues. I think that's wore the Blues down, honestly. I think they really – Played a huge thing for the Blues. You know, they pulled out this series yep. for just the way that it was played. Um, it wore them down. So um, I think they're going to have a heck of a series that way. I don't want to make predictions this time. No. I think the key to the series we're, we're for Nashville. Money, right? Like, I think uh, Tyler, or I think it was Tyler, or one of the guys on one of the uh, Blues podcasts, I can't remember off the top of my head now, said basically the Blues are playing with house money now. Like, nobody expected to get this far. 100%. So everything you do from here on out, like, well, good for the Blues, and I think we said it in the last podcast. Like none of us were, would be surprised if we beat Minnesota, but we all were expecting Chicago in the second round, and mm-hmm. for Chicago to beat the Blues. Yeah, um, I, the key to this series for me is Pekka Rene. Oh, yeah, when when yeah, when he's old, on his one. game, yeah. he is amazing. When he's not, he is dog crap. Yep. So we'll see how uh, that turns out. So let's go on to another series real quick. And Blues fans enjoyed this one a little bit more than. Uh, other series, Anaheim Ducks sweep the uh, Calgary, Calgary Flames. Flames. Yep, I don't want to say I told you so, <laughs> but I told you so. So unfortunately, our friend Brian Elliott uh, pretty much played himself out of a job. Mm-hmm. He is done. Um, I think I, I was think, really rooting I, I for think, Calgary too. I really, I, I really thought Calgary had a good shot in this so series. Did I. I did too. I really uh, it's just they that. could not get a uh, get a save. This uh, they were. You got to keep point, the puck out of your net. A point eight eight seven <sighs> goal against and three point nine. Two goals against. Um, is, uh, excuse three point two nine. Excuse me. What, that is not good. No. What buried Elliott in this series was the uh, game the three, same, the first goal, of game three. Right. Well, he just whiffed on it. Was the that fact three? that they blew that lead in game three, four one. I think halfway through the second at yeah. least, and then they wound up losing five four in overtime, and uh, then 
that first goal in game four. He whiffed on yikes. it. Yikes. Yeah, he just whiffed on it and then immediately yanked. yanked. He was yanked for Chad Johnson. Johnson let a goal in right after he got in, and then he was solid after that. Yep. So that's what pissed off a lot of Calgary fans that they wish they turned to him earlier. But obviously, Elliott's track record last year. And then a lot of people on NHL radio were like, I'm not an Elliott guy. I never was an Elliott guy. He's a system goalie, yada, yada, yada. Look. So it was very interesting. So not to bag on the guy, but I unfortunately I we said this needs, last year. He's a one B goalie. When the trade happened last year, you and I both sat here, and I don't remember if you had joined us yet or not by that point, I don't think so. and said he's a system goalie. He's not a true number one, and the best thing that the Blues did was sell while the stock is high, because the stock on Brian Elliott was never going to be higher than it was coming off of last season's playoffs. Yeah, so there's a lot of players had to kind of, uh, a lot of uh, fans, I think, had to kind of look back and say, well, maybe Doug Armstrong did know a little something. Last year, and this is taking nothing away from what Brian Elliott did last year, I will be the first to admit that that dude was key in taking the Blues to the Western Conference Finals. But that year was the anomaly for Brian Elliott, not the standard. Look at the years prior. The the losses to L.A., the loss to Chicago. Lost to L.A. The lo- you know, like that. And then this Calgary series, that's Brian Elliott. Yeah. Brian Elliott makes hard saves look easy and easy saves look hard. Yeah. And he's good for at least one or, God forbid, two beach ball goals a game. Yeah, because remember, remember at the start of the season, he didn't have like the best start to the season. He went with Chad Johnson for a good 20-plus games yep. until he got back. But then he got back and won 10 in a row to yeah. get them in a better playoff seating. So he's just very streaky on top of that. So not bag on the guy, but unfortunately, the Ducks are too much for the Flames. Flames are young. I think the window's just opening. They just Agreed. Need, they just need to get a couple things there. Agreed. Uh, look, but they made start. it to the playoffs, though. You yeah. know? They did. So, Second time in three years? Yeah. yeah. So yeah. They're, they're on their way up. Uh, it looks like... Uh, you start the Ben Bishop to Calgary rumors again. Oh, for sure. So they're going to be in it for a goalie. Um, yeah, at least Brian Elliott to Vegas. That's my guess. I think that'd be perfect for him because you can get you can they can draft like a Michael Nuver or they can draft uh, like Anti Ranta. You yeah. know, and then bring him in as the one B. You know, and then that's where he excels at. You know, give him he's not, he's not going to get anything above two and a half million dollars, in my opinion. If you do, you're making a mistake. I agree. That's my personal opinion, but you know, I'm not a GM, so we'll go from there. So, unfortunately, so the Ducks move on. Who will they play? And that got wrapped up last night. Mm-hmm. The Oilers versus the Sharks. Edmonton wins their first playoff series since they were in the Cup final. Cup finals. In 2006, which is crazy. And that's the last time they actually made the playoffs, too, which is even crazier. 11 years ago? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. The the one year they had Chris Pronger. Yep. And then they went all to the cup finals, and ever since then, they have not made it. That makes me feel older. I know. Yeah, that makes me feel older. Who did they lose to in the cup final? Hang on. The Carolina Hurricanes and Doug Waite. God, that is the worst cup finals. That was the year after the lockout, too. Yep. So that was one of those years where... 
Yeah, because it was only a year. Pronger's only a year. That makes sense. So, yeah, so Oilers or Sharks, they win 4-2, to two, wrap it up last night. Yep, uh, we will have a new Western Conference representative in the Stanley Cup Finals. And I kind of thought this was, I thought this game would go 7 for sure, but the Sharks just, uh, I think it was the speed they couldn't handle. Yeah. Because um, they were, and Cam Talbot had a pretty decent series. Yes, he did. Saw, so he was doing good, but that's what the Edmonton Oilers need every game. They can't rely on the Connor McDavid show to keep no, I agree. Yeah. through. Eventually, I think the Ducks are a lot bigger and a lot better defense. Uh, I'm excited to watch that series, though. I mean, as excited as I am for ours. I, the two teams that I'm enjoying watching outside of the Blues are the Edmonton Oilers and the Toronto Maple Leafs. Yeah, we'll get into those series in a second. But, yeah, so – but Edmonton is just uh, – They're good. They're, they're good. They're fast. Uh, so our, our uh, floor hockey champ, Pat Maroon, moves on. Yep. <laughs> so he's uh, doing well. So it would be a very cool to have that Edmonton-St. Louis not looking too far ahead here. Be very cool to see a St. Louis uh, Edmonton Western Conference final. I agree, and the, I would think that would be a, very, a matchup for the uh, St. Louis Blues that they would like. I don't know. They're fast, man, but that's pretty far in the playoffs. You know, my thing is a young team that far in the playoffs haven't handled it in a long time. I agree. I mean, look, you I never know. I, I, again, hey, I don't. Man, I don't want to put this, the cart. This this, uh, this whole playoffs is a uh, you never know. Basically. Oh, it totally is. And I don't want, like I said, like you just said, I don't want to put the cart in front of the horse. I think that the table is laid out very nicely right now for the Blues. Yeah. But um, of the teams that are left in the Western Conference, Edmonton scares me the most. Really? Yeah. I would say the Ducks are me. Ashley? Who's out of yours? Nashville, Anaheim, or the Oilers? Who Which, scares me the most out of them? Yeah. Honestly, Anaheim. Mm-hmm. I'd say that I as a Ducks, I just think their defense, and I think Gibson. That's what I think good. too. And they got the veteran. They got like Getzlaff and Perry. As much as I'm not a fan of that, I don't think there's. I hate Getzlaff. But when they when gets when they're all on, man, and they're good. So let's get to the East real quick. So we'll do the two series that are wrapped up right now. Another one wrapped up last night. Uh, the Canadians and the Rangers. As much as Alexander Radulov tried to get the will the Canadians into winning, yep, just just a bit short. He was so noticeable when I watched. I watched a little bit of that game last night. That guy who left on the worst terms from Nashville to go to KHL and then came back. Yep, uh, he just earned himself a nice new contract next year. Yes, he did. Yeah. So, but unfortunately, just a little short. Um, Another former Blue uh, hits the golf course today because of that series. Uh, Steve Ott. Yep, is uh, out. Uh, you know, Andrew Shaw did not play last night, which I thought was interesting. Uh, was he suspended? I don't know if he, I don't think he was suspended. I know that there was an incident. In uh, the previous game. Yeah, is that they, what it was? Yeah. They're just okay. fine so far in the playoffs. Uh, that dude is my Steve Avery. Or Sean Avery. Sean Avery, yeah. Um, what are we looking at now? Ah, uh, so the other series, which I thought this be this was one I thought would be really close, and it just wasn't. Uh, Pittsburgh and Columbus. Like, Columbus just... Pooped the bed. Uh, uh, they spent not all of their energy getting to the playoffs. Yeah, Bobrovsky was not good. Um, not as good as he has been, put it that way. And let's also, and we, we should comment, very good. this is not a fully loaded Pittsburgh team. Mm-hmm. You have no Malkin. Malkin is injured, but there. He's been playing. But he's not a shell full. of himself. Yeah. You don't have Chris Tang. Yeah, he's players. gone. And I thought there was somebody else. I could while. be wrong. Yeah. Uh, that's, all, that's all I can remember. So um, but those are big pieces. Yeah, mm-hmm. but Chris, Sidney Crosby, as much as people hate the guy. Dude wins. Dude wins, and he's really good in the series. 
Ugh. Yep. So Phil Col- Kessel still looks like he eats eight cheeseburgers before the game. And still scores goals. It's crazy. He's like, he's like, my like, I, I can get to the, I can play in the NHL. That's like, you see him, you're like, I can play in the NHL. Was it last year where someone asked him what his uh, workout regimen was and he just laughed at him? He says like, or somebody said something like, oh, he's like, yeah, I catch the hot dog vendor outside after I'm done. And he's like, he's like, catch the hot dog vendor outside, get a couple of hot dogs. So everybody was giving him crap about that. And it's just like. I think he's hilarious. I love him. I know. I'd like Phil Kessel. He's awesome. And other people say we could have drafted him. He was drafted fourth the year we took Eric Johnson. Yeah. God. Interesting. We didn't get him. We didn't get uh, Taze. And who was three that year? Mm, Is it one of the stalls? Could have been. Jordan? God, I hate Eric Johnson. Yeah, Jordan Stall. Yeah. So we took Eric Eric F. and Johnson over Taze, Stall, (laughs) and Phil Kessel. Stalls the one year, I'm like, eh, maybe not. But uh, so two series technically are still going on. They could wrap up today, yep. slash tonight. One is going to be I'm starting so in about a half hour here. We're at one thirty. I'm so excited. Uh, the Senators and Bruins. So Bruins come back Save and win overtime. They were yep. two down, two nothing when I looked, and then I got busy for a little bit. Not in that kind of way, but uh, <laughs> and then I, I checked it out. It was three to two overtime. Bruins win. So double overtime. Yeah. So uh, very good series there. The series that I've enjoyed watching outside of the Blues. So fun to watch. Because it's just fun to watch, and you don't have, like, I don't have a super rooting interest. Nope. I would like the Maple Leafs to win. I would, too. I want but, the Leafs to it, win. The Capitals, just it's one of those things where I, the Capitals have just cruised done so well. Yeah. And then they have this young upstart team come and just give them fits. You just love it. So the they're going back to Toronto today, tonight. Oh, they're in Toronto? They're in yeah. Toronano. Okay. It's a the Capitals pulled out an overtime win, two to one, barely. Is that the third game. overtime game of the series? Yes. Yeah. Third overtime game. And every and it's just such back and forth and this the I say youthful enthusiasm, I guess, of yep. Toronto. Like you, I, you had the perfect analogy earlier. Like Toronto doesn't know they're supposed to lose this series. Yeah. They don't. <laughs> like they just don't. That's why I think it's great. I think it's part of the being young. It's just like we're gonna go out there and just bust our ass and See what happens. And mind you, they have high-end talent like Austin Matthews. Oh, dude. He's the first – they said the first player to score two goals in a – first teenager to score two playoff goals in a series since. You'll never get it, but I'll give you a chance. Oh. Uh, 2006. Seven. 2007. Pat King. Uh, it might have been 97. 97. Oh. Excuse me. Uh, 97? Oh, that's way off, bro. I oh. <laughs> Sorry. Excuse me. I did. I, I got – 97, I got you nothing. You never would get it. Danius Zuberus. Oh my God! Yeah, I didn't even know he played as a teenager, which makes it even crazier. For the, I believe New Jersey Devils. I believe that would make sense because so, they were always in the playoffs in the nineties. Correct. So um, yeah, and that that could wrap up. So both of those could wrap up. So uh, some fun playoffs. The first round is always, I think, one of the funnest. Always because fun. So many different teams, and the way they have everything stacked. Yeah. So hopefully we don't have any more eight thirty games with the way everything is. You narrow it down a little bit. Yeah, have, might not have eight thirty games. You never know. Um, there is a concert. I can't know what concert is Thursday night. I don't remember. Um, but there is a concert at the Scotch Grade Thursday night. Um, so I, my belief is that the Blues will either start Wednesday or Friday. I would lean towards Wednesday because Friday would be a super long break. I mean, I guess it depends on how these series go. Yeah, because technically. This, they could go till Tuesday, right? Yeah, because they're gonna every other day. There's no two day breaks left for any of the teams, right? So they both would play if both uh, Toronto and Boston win because they're oh, in Boston. Right, they're in Sunday. Boston tonight too. 
uh, if Boston wins, it goes to Game Seven. Game Seven. And if Toronto, Toronto wins, wins, it goes, it goes to Game, game seven. seven. Both be Tuesday. This might be the first year in a long time that there's no Game Seven in the first round, right? That'd be crazy. Yeah, the Blues had their fill. Got to be a year. Game Seven. I would like one, one of them's going to go. Yeah, I'm well, not sure which one, but one of those are going to I go want second. it to be Washington. I do, too. So bad. They're so good. So Go, Toronto. Go, Leafs, go. So, we'll wrap it up there. So, Blues will play Nashville in the second round. Good stuff. So, if you get a whole... Oh, wait. Up, we got a Twitter oh, question. Oh, we, did quick. we finally get one? Hang good. on. Hang on. Hang on. I did ask. I checked for the show. I didn't see it. Yeah. So. Hold on. It just came up on my phone. Let's see. It. Let's see. Let's see. From Daryl Hancock, will Rene present more of a challenge than Dub- Dubnik did? Ooh. We kind of touched on this briefly. It depends yep. on which Rene you get. Yeah. He can. That dude is money when he's yeah. on. Like yeah. you said, when he's on, he's on. Yeah. And yeah, that- so it could be, the, it could be, but I'm also, I would say he's on par with Dubnik. So I would Game say one's going to tell you how the series is That's gonna exactly go. what I was going to say. If we come out and we strike first, I think that we're going to get a lesser and, threat. And I think you're right. I think he's very much on par with Dubnik. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That being said, I think Dubnik's going to win the uh, Venza this year. Uh, thank you for bringing that up. So St. Louis Blue did get nominated for a big award, believe it or not. Yeah? It got leaked early because it's not getting announced later today. Okay. So it's not even a scoop or anything. It's just I saw it. Uh, Vladimir Tarasenko got nominated for the Lady Bing Award. He's in the top three. Neat. Really? Yeah. Woo! So basically, he had 75 points and 14 penalty minutes. So It's also known as the... Gentlemanly Award or whatever. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we'll go with that. Gentlemanly Award. Correct. So, um, yeah. So he's... Uh, it has not been officially announced as of this recording, but I did see... It, uh, I wanted... Because unfortunately, some teams are leaking it early. And I believe the Minnesota Wild leaked it early because I think Miko Koivu or Granlin, one of the two is nominated as well, and they put it up on their website, and then it quickly got taken down. Mm. So Tarasenko and I, one of the Wild and somebody else. So kind of cool. At least see a blue, like, in a big award. What's the know? last blue to win an award? Besides Jack Adams, which was Hitch. Well, the year the, and then, uh, Would it have been the, uh, the, the Jennings? The Jennings It was the Jennings, year? the, Jennings, the Halak, Halak and, and Elliot. Elliot. And then if you go further back than that, it would probably be Calder with uh, Jackman. It have to be right because Pronger's heart award was before, or was a year before that, wasn't it? I like think 2000. so. Yeah. So, so yeah, Jackman would be the Calder, and then uh, what was the other? So he said. So yeah, the Jack Adams, and then the Jennings. Wow. So and that Blues have been really nominated outside of that, which is interesting. Craig Anderson's going to win the Masteron Trophy. Really simple, just because yes. of what he's been through. So that's simple. Uh, I think it's Dubnik Price. And Holpe, you're the Vesna finalist. Price shouldn't have made that list. It yeah. should have been Bobrovsky. I thought, or was it Bobrovsky? If Price, if Price made the last three, it's on reputation only. Yeah, I'll look at it real quick. So if As you want, I, I scrolled past it this morning. That's fine. I'll pull it up real quick. Give me, give me like thirty seconds. But anyway, uh, if you can get a hold of us on Twitter, it's at Blues Hockey NHL. Chris is at at Hossapalooza. Ashley's at at Ashley Ryan. Uh, if you want to check us on our website, it's a blueshockeypodcast.net. Also, get a hold of us on Facebook. It's Blues Hockey Podcast. Just look it up, and you'll find it pretty easily. And email us with any questions you may have, blueshockeypodcast at gmail.com. So let's see. And once I get the NHL website working here. Uh, Kings hired a new coach, John Stevens. Yep, so that on the way here. Really, they hired the singer from Holly Suspect. Huh? Is that his name? Uh, Johnny Stevens, yeah. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> so uh, he's telling that. So you're co- coaching them up. 
Let's see. I'm trying to. Fortunately, they're Vesna finalist. Bobrovsky, Holtby, and Price. Well, I'd see, Price should not have made it. Yeah. So Dubnik didn't get the nod. Mm-mm. Dubnik should have been in there. I thought Dubnik should have been there too. He had a phenomenal year. So let's see. I think we have a couple of final. I'll do the quick finalist, and we'll we'll be wrapping it up there. Norris finalist. I think it was a lot of the guys you normal heard of. Two of the three at least. Brett Burns. Yawn. Uh, <laughs> Ekman, uh, excuse me. Air Carlson. Yawn. Because he scores a lot of points. And Victor Hedman, who I think should win it, but his I team agree. did not win the make the playoffs. So I think it's yeah. gonna hurt him. Th- Brett Burns. It's probably I'm thinking Eric Carlson because of the point thing, which I hate. I hate when people do that. It's like there's never gonna be an offensive defenseman award and a defensive defenseman award. There never will be. But no. there should be because it's dumb. And then Calder <laughs> finalists. These are the ones that have been announced so far. They're gonna start all the ones will trickle out this week, like the heart and all that good stuff. So pretty much guys you expected: Austin Matthews, Patrick Line, and Zach Warinsky. It's a two man race, and it's really. Probably a one-man race. And one that thing that uh, our friend Jeff Ponder pointed out that did you know technically Matt Murray was considered was considered a rookie this year because he didn't play enough games in the yeah. season last year. Yeah. So last year he took the pen, pens all the way to the cup. Yep. And you're like, okay, it's the same rule that screwed Petro the year the year he, yeah. that he was technically a rookie because the year before he had a great year and didn't get nominated because he didn't play enough. And then people were so used to him the next year that he wasn't in talks for Calder. Yeah. He finished in the top five of the uh, yeah. Norris, but didn't, you know, would have easily won the Calder. So, easily. Yeah, that's everything. So, yeah, long one this time. We had to wrap up. We didn't really get around to wrapping up the series. We might just do that and wrap up a series instead of, like, whenever the series ends type thing. We we'll, might just start recording there. So, all right. Thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you guys later. Let's go, Blue. See ya. Come on, take